right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is the Two Guys Garage podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have my boy Mike Ruth on the podcast today. He's the chief. He's basically the chief application engineer, which means he gets to play with all kinds of cool stuff. I'm sure if we were to ask him, he'd say, man, I get to play with all kinds of cool stuff on a regular basis. That'd be a job I think uh, I hope you and I get into one day, Kevin, uh, just playing with cool stuff. I like the cool <laughs> stuff, man. Yes. Can't get enough of it. Uh, so that's why we got cool guys like Mike on here. Uh, so yeah, man. Mike, uh, thanks for joining. Uh, you guys do a whole plethora of awesome gear, setups, suspensions, shocks, you name it for anything and everything to build hot rods uh, and, you know, street cars. Uh, you can even dabble into the race car scene. Uh, how long has Heights been in business and how long have you been around? And Heights spelled H-E-I-D-T-S. If you're looking for it, get online, check out what they're offering. It's unbelievable. Um, didn't mean to interrupt, man, but you've been, you've been there for a minute, Mike, uh, and definitely yeah, want people yeah. to go check it out. Yeah, and I've been in the industry my whole life, and I've been here at Heights for about 12 years. And, yeah, there's there's worse jobs, you know. I mean, it's <laughs> it's fun getting to, you know, design new stuff, and, and uh, the, the best part is getting to drive it, you know. I mean, we Absolutely. Get to, we, have to, we test beat, a test drive right. every everything we build here. So that's that's a fun deal. And, um, like I said, I've been in it my whole, my whole adult life. I've, I've done nothing but build race cars and hot rods. So. Yeah, I was going to say, you do a hell of a lot of racing, too, right? You're always out of the uh, out of the strip. Yep, yep. yep. I am fortunate enough to uh, – I'm going to be 68 years old this year, but I'm still driving a Nostalgia Pro Stocker, Bob Glidden tribute car. This is the eighth year for that car. Wow. And, yeah, we go all over the country, man, and it's a blast. What a blast. What a, How cool is you, – you still get excited coming in, you know, underneath some tower, getting up to the line, man, drawing the cars. And, oh, it's oh, – it, you know, I could be dead tired driving all night to get to some place, and as soon as I get to the track, it's like, okay, let's go. Let's rock. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I so, love yeah, it, it's man. a lot of fun. This guy's living the dream from morning till night. Well, love sometimes it. it's a nightmare. So it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of work. But, um, you know, it, it's um, there's nothing like bumping a Lenko car into the beams and 
batting the thing and letting the clutch fly and yanking levers. It's just, you know, it's as much fun now as it was when I was 17 years old. So that's amen to that. A lot more expensive than it used to be, but still a lot of fun. And I get to see and hang out with guys like you guys. You guys are the cool guys. Look at these cars in the background. Give me a break. Which one do you want to drive today? Shop, Gee, man. I don't know. Do I feel like, you know, do I feel like a Hemi today? No, maybe a big block Chevy. No, maybe a shotgun Ford motor. I mean, give me a break. Come on. You guys got it going on. Mike, I, I got to tell you, they're, they're at Heights. You guys, I've always been kind of just blown away with what Heights, you know, has offered as far as suspension goes. I ch- chose that for my wide body charger. Um, you guys have really made independent front suspension, independent rear setups. Y- you made them uh, achievable for the normal guy, bringing back that old hot rod, the old uh, nostalgic uh, piece of iron or muscle car. You've made it a- at least available and affordable enough to to really go bang some gears and have some fun, throw it around a track and, and get modern suspension out of those old cars. Yeah, I mean, basically, we cater to the average guy. Um and uh, everything we have, or most everything, is made to bolt on, drill some holes, bolt it together. And, you know, like in your case, um, to, to put on that front suspension with the six piston brakes and a completely independent rear suspension, it, it, it turns that car into a, a, a well, as, as Herb McCandless told me, I got I to gotta speak Chrysler lingo since we're doing the Chryslers. Handles <laughs> like a Viper and rides like an Imperial. <laughs> uh, and, and anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. You, know, you don't have yeah, to be a, a welder. You don't have to have a fabrication shop. I mean, a couple of guys with, you know, regular tools can can do this in a weekend. Dude, I, I saw, I got on heights.com, saw you guys now offering front, like independent front suspensions uh, and independent rear su- suspension, all bolt on for 68 through 70 Dodge Chargers. You guys have... You guys are killing it now, it's man. It's because of you. We had so many people ask about your car at the SEMA show. You know, it was great that we had it out there and it, it attracted people like a giant magnet. But then everybody was like, well, how do we do this? How do we get this? Do you guys have this? I guess we're going to have to make it. So now we have them <laughs> for the Chargers and then also for the E-body cars. And we're just starting on the A-body cars. So the Chrysler market is just exploded for us. I mean, and a lot of it's because your car brought so much attention at that show. I couldn't believe we could have had new girls there and it wouldn't have got as much attention as that car did. Might have been a little more fun for me, but for anybody living under a rock, right? We've we've talked about a few times Willie uh built an awesome ripping wide body 66 charger uh chopped the roof. I mean this thing has been moved, shaped, you know, flipped over uh, and like you said, we've got the front IFS, the IRS, and the rear. Uh, so you got this thing. You've got the you know the blown Hemi Hellcat motor up in the front. This thing is a wicked badass. Uh, and and really, I mean, maybe we take a break here for a quick second. But on the other side, maybe walk us through your experience of uh, you know converting this old car into some modern steering and suspension and well, brakes. Heights Heights makes it really easy, man. And uh, I'm glad to hit on that for a minute pick Mike's brain about all these new SKUs and things that are out there and available. So quick break. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. Kevin Bird, Willie B. See you in just a second. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We have our boy Mike Ruth on from Heights. You can go to heights.com. H-E-I-D-T-S. You're probably well aware of Heights for the number of years. I, I saw those things, man. I saw those independent 
front suspension setups, them independent rear suspension setups, and just like, man, that is gorgeous. It's beautiful. It's awesome. It makes your car handle like, you know, like a race car, like it should. And for anybody in the old muscle cars, dude, they just don't handle. They're awful. So, well, I think anybody with an old car, uh, you know, especially the old muscle cars are just, you know, dreaming about, wow, how can I get rid of this live axle, this really crappy suspension setup from the factory from the 50s, the 60s, whatever. Uh, but, you know, converting, you know, the back end or the front end of a car uh, into a completely different setup like that that was never designed for it, uh, you know, in the past, completely daunting, uh, out of reach of just about everybody. Uh, except some engineers with a whole heck of a lot of time on their hands and great fabricators to boot. Uh, but now you guys have setups that can essentially, like you said, with a few holes and such, bolt in. Uh, so, Willie, man, you got your 66, right? Clearly a solid axle, uh, old school front end. Yep. Uh, what was it like doing the conversion? What, what was the steps involved? It was really interesting now because, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, I jumped on their website. And uh, when Mike and I first started talking about it, I, I told him kind of what I wanted to do. And he's like, well, you know, we might be able to help you out with that. So it was basically getting a flat, measuring it up, seeing what width was the closest offering they had, which is even better now because now they offer it for a 68 through 70 Dodge Charger. You can just go there and get it. Um, but I had to get one as close as possible to the width of the frame rails on the front and the back. Um, but really, aside from that, you get the entire thing. That's what's great about heights. Um, is they give you and provide you with every single thing uh, for the setup. I mean, it, it really is a thorough, thorough package. And uh, the great thing about having Mike on the other end was I'd call him and be like, all right, man, what do I need for A, B, and C? How can I get this to work? And he, he was there uh, every step of the way helping it really come to fruition. Um, once we got you know, the independent rear suspension, independent front suspension setup, it was just m making it mock mocked up where the, the height was right for the wheels uh, and the car and just uh, fabbing it in. Uh, and like I said, Mike, now you're offering bolt-on kits, and I imagine they're going where the OK member was, but bolt-on kits for those, those Mopars that, you know, Ford and Chevy had those offerings. Mopar was kind of flying on the radar, but, man, to see those SKUs on your website – that made me a very happy man. <laughs> I was excited. Yeah, it's um, we had honestly so many. It, it, it was such a home run for us at SEMA. So many people asked about them. How come you don't have them for the '68 to '72s? How come you don't have them for the Cudas? So we decided we got to do it. You know, we, and uh, the response has been uh, tremendous. And a lot of the old old guys, you know, Paul Rossi, a direct connection guy. I mean, he just came over and said, "Man, it's about time somebody did this." And Herb yeah. McCandless was uh, helped me out a lot with, you know, directing me, go this route, go that route, make sure you make it for all the different engines. So we have them for, you know, the small block, the big block, the Hemis and the new style Hemi, the motor mouse and everything. So it makes it real easy to just put the thing in. Like you had to go through a lot of crap. You had to figure out what oil pan to use. And you were, right, were kind of right. like the, the pioneer of doing all that. So we benefited a yeah. lot from that. So. And I removed the torsion bars and a few other things, get things out of the way um, so I could have room to, to, you know, graph in this whole. I mean, dude, they sent me, I believe it was from a Camaro or something. Probably, yeah. Was, it, was the first yeah. option. I believe it was a Camaro front end, dude, and we mocked that up. I gave him the, the measurements to make it, I believe it was like 51 inches across you know, from rail to rail on the, uh, on the front. 
Um, but it was it was a big measurement. So the closest thing they had at the time was for a Camaro. So I graphed that in and made made that work. But really now is is it's as easy as bolt in. Um, they, they give you all the hardware, all the all the things that are, uh, the hard work has already been done, and they make it uh, much easier now than what it was just a year or two ago. And the the SKUs they keep coming at us from uh, old school Mopars, the Fords, the Chevys. They really have a, a complete list and SKU of. All kinds of cars that you could adapt this new suspension over. It's such a different car. Like it is truly like it's a night and day difference in the ride. I mean, completely. Yeah, and if you think about it, right, you you've got a pretty obscure uh, sixty six, sixty seven Chargers. You know, not the most popular cars out there. Uh, and and you know, we've talked before. You know, especially with engine swaps, with you know, people adding flares and stuff. We're we're, we're finding. You know that the the hot rod community and the choices and selections of vehicles have exploded in the last 10 15 years because now right you know some of the higher end the chevelles right that the popular cars the first gen camaros are all so expensive uh people are really getting creative and finding other vehicles to make cool right and modify it in so many different ways so so mike you guys have universal setups or setups for particular applications that are close enough like in willie's case right that even if you don't offer the kit for a particular application, right? You can select either Universal, I think, or or one of your uh, you know your existing products, and with some you know some basic mods, right? Get one of those systems to fit in there, and then on icing on the cake for all the SKUs that you do have, it just becomes that much easier. Yeah, I mean uh, we're fortunate that we um, we're kind of like the that's what our niche in the market really is. We're we're the bolt-in IRS you know, guys that we have them for Mustangs and Falcons and Torinos and uh, now the Chrysler line, 55 Chevys, the Camaros and Firebirds, of course, are the most popular and like the Mustangs and that. So well, I think we've got like 12 or 14 different cars now where you just bolt the thing in. You really don't you really don't need anything else but some hand tools. So and, you know, every year we we go after something else. Our new deal we're starting on now is the A-body uh uh, GM cars like the 64 to 72 Chevelles and 442s and and uh, GTOs and those kind of cars. Where that that that'll be out next year. But but yeah, we found it's a it's kind of a little niche that we we did, and we were really the first company to do it. And um, you see more and more of them coming out now. But most of them you have to buy a whole frame, and it is a lot more expensive. But if you can use your existing platform and just bolt all this stuff up, it's a whole lot cheaper. That's what I was going to say, man. You guys were kind of the first people to make it where you didn't have to buy an Art Morrison chassis or, or something like that to get all this performance. Um, you guys, I believe, initially started out offering it for some older school hot rods and, and things like that. But, you know, this, this muscle car craze that's gone on uh, for several decades now uh, with no – it doesn't look like it's going to slow down. No indicators out there saying that it's going to slow down. It's only speeding up. It's it's really such a cool ability to take an old car which feels old when you drive it. It's mushy, it's soft, it doesn't handle, you know, everything's on solid axles and, and so forth. Uh, to, to take that over and convert it over to something that, you know, each wheel is moving independently, has its own freedom. You can plant some power down, the car handles much better. It's just a night and day difference in those big, heavy, old, mushy type s suspension cars. Um, you guys not only are doing this, uh, for the Mopars, um, for the Fords and Chevy, what, what's the next hot craze? I imagine 
pickup trucks in your world have exploded over the last yeah. number of years. Yeah. Are you guys still cranking out everything uh, for pickups as well? Yeah, we actually have them. Uh, we actually have a whole back half for uh, uh, mid '60s all the way up to mid '80s uh, Fords and and Chevy trucks. So you can bolt the IRS into those things too. It's um, like I said, it's it, you're right. Trucks have exploded, and uh, it's been good for us. I mean, the nice part is you get there's nothing out there, whether it's a four link or a three link or a pan, any of the suspensions that are out there. There is nothing that's going to outhandle an IRS. There's nothing that's going to compete with being able to, to you know, each wheel moves independent of, it, of each other. The, the nice part about that is you can also dial the ride in. So when you drive these cars, they drive really nice. They drive better than they did in the day, you know. So that makes it oh, even yeah. better because people are spoiled. I mean, I'm, I'm that way, too. You know, people want air conditioning and they they don't they don't want to feel the road anymore. They want a nice, smooth deal. They want to crank up the tunes and all that. And um, when you that's the that's this amazing part about it is not only you turn these cars into road race animals, but they're real nice to drive. You're not fighting a thing going down a road and you're not every bump. You don't feel it banging and and all that like you did on a lot of the older designs and stuff. You know, I mean, I built a lot of pro street cars and, yeah, they look great, but they rode like crap. You know, they just look cool, <laughs> you know, like trying to drive a drag race car in the street. It doesn't work, you know, but, um, no. <laughs> but yeah, so we've been we're we're jumping all over that market and our we're just as busy as We've had the last three years have been the best three years the company's ever had. And oh, the wow. future looks bright. I mean, it really, um, you know, it, 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 we don't see an end to it. Hopefully it never does. But, um, you know, it's station uh, wagons. Are you seeing station wagons explode? Because I got so many buddies that are looking for station wagons nowadays. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Really? You really want to build that? There's nuts. I, I actually have a 56 Chevy wagon four door, the most undesirable year and the most undesirable car of those years. But I've had it <laughs> since like 1980, a California car. And that was my everyday car. I like it. It's kind of cool, you know? So with a lot of people, you're right. It, it's they're, they're becoming more and more popular. Um, I think cause they're running out of cars to do, you know I mean? There's only so many cool cars and, you know, so now stuff that used to be, I mean, when I was in high school or whatever, anybody that was driving around on a four-door station wagon, I mean, you get laughed at. Was that your mom's, you know? <laughs> and, and, and now they're like, hey, that's kind of cool, you know? So, Well, you know, like I said a minute ago, you know, what's interesting is, um, you know, we all still love the favorites, right? But we've seen them now, you know, 50, 60, 70 years. They're still our favorites. But it's great that I, I really like anyway that people are getting creative, right? And it's for a number of reasons, right? They want to do something different. Uh, the cost of these favorites are just too high. And, and you're seeing just the creativity uh, explode, right? What can you turn something into something else? Uh, something else that it just, it was never purposed for, right? And it's things like being able to add suspensions, good suspensions, adding good powertrains, brakes, and steering. Uh, and then people get to stylize, right? And try to chop, change, shift, you know, slam, whatever it is to try to create a new thing. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think it's really cool to watch the industry, the aftermarket, right? And the builders just attack it from so many different ways. And the aftermarket is just really being able to support uh, in the end, right? It's an unusual uh, configuration, but man, it can go like stink. It can corner, right? It can break. It can do everything that, you know, a track day car, hot rod does, uh, a cruiser, you name it. Uh, but we're just adding more flavors, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. For people that love the drive, you know, it's um, it's kind of like uh, we've all been kind of informed, seen, heard about, talked about the Optima uh, Challenge, right? When you see those cars, how they could handle, man, compared to like these old school cars, they'll make these these old '69 Camaros or you know these crazy Ford Mustangs just whip around the track like unbelievable, like it's on rails, and you're stunned by it. Well, these guys are all banging on independent rear suspension, independent front suspensions. Uh, it gets the car, um, the, the center of gravity, the CG, much lower. Uh, the stance is right, and they have everything to boot. So uh, I'll tell you what, Mike, not only are you well in sort of ingrained in the, the world of heights, but you know a lot about shocks. So you mind if we pick your brain on, on shocks when we come back? Yeah, yeah. You can do whatever you want. I don't know how much picking you're going to get, but I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> my All man right. All right, let's take a quick break it is the two guys garage podcast he's Kevin Bird I'm Willie B we got Mike Ruth heights.com look that up check it out we're back with him in just a minute on the two guys garage podcast it is the two guys garage podcast he is Kevin Bird I'm Willie B we have Mike Ruth on heights.com check it out h-e-i-d-t-s heights.com you're looking for a Independent rear suspension, yes. You're looking for independent front suspension, yes. Who doesn't want that in their Camaro? Um, hey, Mike, I got to ask you, when was the first time you took a ride in a car that was converted over to your IFS, IRS setups uh, from the old Lee Spring setup? Uh, was that ride stunning for you? I, I, I kind of liken it to that. Um, you've seen Ford versus Ferrari, I'm sure, when he takes the Ford CEO guy for a ride and he's laughing so hard he, he, he morphs into crying. Was it something like that? Real similar. I had um, my, the second second car I ever bought was a Corvette and, um, and, and a, you know, a high horsepower, small block, four speed car. And so I learned at an early age about independent rears and how they corner and handle. And the first uh, car I ever drove with a height still um, I, I was just blown away at how that Camaro went around a corner. I mean, it just flat went around a corner like like a go kart, and I'm like, wow, this you know this is pretty cool. This is a pretty neat deal. <laughs> and I wasn't. Um, I had my own shop then, and I was just doing some modifications for the guy, and I I, I couldn't believe how that car handled it. You know? And uh, so then I started looking more into what Heights was doing, and I actually started doing. They never did a lot of install work, so they started shipping me some stuff, and I worked on it. I, then I used a lot of their universal kits on different cars. I, I put one in a Cobra for a guy, Cobra kit car, and we put them in early Mustangs and all kinds of different deals. And uh, like I said, wow. it's just amazing. And that, and it, they're a rush. If you like to go around corners, it's a rush to drive them, you know? Absolutely, man. Well, and the thing that, uh, you know, I just want to hit home, you, you've got your independent suspension, but the big factor that goes along with it, in my mind, especially when you're doing the front, is getting good rack and pinion steering. Now you're putting it all together, right? Cause you got, uh, you know, all the geometry correct. You got the independent thing going on, but getting that steering, that steering feel, man. So it's that whole combo. And now throw some good brakes on the outsides. Whew, you've got yourself right quite a chassis. And you can put anything on it, right? You can put just a hunk of whatever. You have a great driving, driving vehicle. And then before the break, Willie had pitched, uh, you know, maybe hitting you up on some shocks because we all know that it's all about, you know, once you've got the geometry, you got all the hardware under there, you really need to put a good shock under there. And you guys have all sorts, right? Uh, coilover setups. Uh, you can get them, you know, with your suspension setups, you can get them 
uh, separately, uh, depending on what you're looking for. You got single, you got double adjustables. Uh, so walk us through a little bit on that, Mike. I was going to ask Mike, what is that the second biggest thing you think you would you would tell a person for? Okay, get our IFS IRS setups, right? And then let's talk about shock. Like, how do people improve? You know, drastically their their old car feel. Um, convert over to some of your goods, but shock's got to play a big, big, big role in it. Yeah, it's it's been a long haul to, um, especially because this company started as a street ride company. And, and um, you know, most of the street rod guys really weren't too concerned about how they handle. They just wanted to cruise from the hamburger stand to the other hamburger stand, you know, with their wife or whatever. They, they, you know, they were driving an old tub with a straight axle in the front. They didn't want to go around a corner. But, <laughs> you know, in the last 10 or 15, 20 years, people are starting to realize the value, especially with muscle cars, that if you have a tunable suspension system. And the, the key to the tunable suspension system is not just the, the intersect point or whatever on the four link or in the IRS. It's how do we control the dampening? How, how can we control uh, the weight transfer and all that? And uh, that's where the shocks really come in. Um, and I learned that at an early age when I worked with Alston Engineering, we actually partnered with Coney back in the 80s and it came up with these uh, full, they were actually road race shocks that we adapted for drag racing and uh, we were like the first company to come out with that kind of stuff to sell to the masses, let's say. And it was yeah. a hard sell. I mean, everybody wanted to use those 90, 10 things. And, mm -hmm. and once we would convince them to, to use this adjustable deal and they would never go back to 90, 10, you know, it was just such a difference. So now we're kind of doing the same thing, trying to educate people that um, you really need a good adjustable shock if you're going to get serious. And if you're going to tune your suspension, uh, you know, kind of like a carburetor i mean you, you you can you can change jets well with the shock you can change valve settings and make it stiffer or you know how, whatever you want to do and it, it's fun to play around because you actually see results well that's the fun part when you make an adjustment go holy crap look at that you know that's cool yeah so so yeah shocks play a key key part all of our ir we don't even give you the option our irs kits come with with um coilovers and all of our pro g series and even our super ride kits now all have adjustable shocks. And then you can upgrade them to, you know, if you want to, to double or, you know, um, in some cases we have guys that are, that are using triple adjustable and some of the serious uh, road race and autocross guys, the average guys single and double are, are plenty good. Yeah. You can get lost pretty easy in all the settings, but like you said, I mean, it's, it's real fun and it's real uh, positive feedback because all you got to do is turn the dial, click, click, yep. and then you get to go out and have some more fun driving and go, well, you know, I think I like that better. Click, click, you know, ah, oh, it's just perfect. You know, it's the, 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 the bed's too soft, too hard, or just right. You know, you can just find that sweet spot. Uh, and, you know, it's great for different applications. So let's say you're going to go tear up some Carby Mountain Roads. You're going to do an autocross, right? You can firm things up a little bit. And uh, let's say you're off the track. You want, like you said, sit back, be comfortable. Uh, do some cruising, right? You can soften things up a bit. It really gives you a lot of flexibility uh, for multiple, you know, situations. And that's the nice thing about these deals. I mean, when you when you have a car like a Mustang or a Camaro or what have you, um, you can actually drive it to the autocross event. Like you said, adjust the shock stiff, do whatever you got to do. And then, you know, after the event's over, you spend five minutes, put it back to your, your street mode setting and drive home with the windows up in the air on. Kind of hard to beat that setup. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, I had another question, Mike. When somebody's looking at upgrading their car, say they can't afford a full-on independent front suspension um, because it does get a little spendy. You guys are now offering things like, you know, tubular control arms and certain pieces that will use the factory pivot points, but definitely escalate and, and up the ante when it comes to how that car can handle and what it can take just thrown around a road course, track, or autocross. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the like the Chevelles, Novas, and Camaro kind of stuff, we make several different control arm options. We relocate the upper ball joint. And so when you bolt it on the car, you automatically have five or six degrees positive caster. You can get a lot more negative camber in the car, which is going to make the car handle better where you can, you can't get that out of a stock control arm. Plus these are tubular. Like you said, they're very well braced. They're, they're not going to flex at all. And then you couple that with an adjustable shock and a, and a decent rated spring. Uh, you know, you can take a stock suspension and make it pretty decent for, you know, you don't have to remortgage the house to do it. So. And that's, that's become real popular for a lot of people. Yeah, the game's really changed the last, like you said, 10, 15 years. You know, cruising is still a thing, uh, but cruising and performance driving and maybe a track day or an autocross, like doing all those different things with the same cool-ass vehicle has really become the game, right? It's not a one-show you know one show kind of pony anymore, one-trick pony. Uh, you know, we like our cars to be able to, to do all the things that are, are sort of modern daily drivers do right they're comfortable they have all these modern cre- feature comforts to them they handle really well they stop they do they do all of that and if we uh you know can get some of that into our, our old hot rods it just means we're driving them more and we're enjoying them more yeah exactly right and and even with the older cars like the 30s and 40s and 50s cars we do people want the same thing they want to be able to to uh get in the car and and, and drive to minnesota for that cruise event and drive back and they they, they want to take their wives with and they want to bring that cooler full of beer and everything, you know, they, and you know, you, you got some car that's, you know, set up to do one thing, go fast. Um, you can't do that. And, and so the, the, like I've had hot rods with straight axles on them and yeah, they look cool. They look really cool. But after you drive them for an hour or two, you're like, okay, you know, I'm getting tired. Busted. So much. <laughs> yeah, man. And you can always tell those guys when they go to make a U-turn, they can't make it on the first hit. They got to stop back up and go again. So with these things, you can just palm them right around, you know, the, the lock, the lock on these power rack and pinions. It's, it's incredible. And some of them are actually faster than they should be, really. Uh, you can get yourself into trouble. But, you know. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. It's never too fast, is it? Is that a thing? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, Mike. Uh, anyway. Hey, so uh, with all the things that you guys sell, right, all your customers, all different builds, anything else that you would recommend as a must-have, right? Stuff that you just, you see go out the door, people's smiles just kind of grow. They're, they're, they're giving miles. you the positive feedback. Yeah, what other items do you guys carry that uh, just kind of on that must-have list? You know, nowadays you can buy, and I don't care if it's a Chevy, Ford, or Chrysler, you can buy these crate engines. I mean, 700, 800 horsepower is a credit card away. And, and a lot of people forget, you know, they just say, hey, I got this blown, you know, LS motor and it's making all this power and they stick it in a 67 Camaro and they go blasting down the freeway. Then they try to stop it and it doesn't want to stop. So the thing that, you know, we try to tell people is, you know, don't forget the brakes, don't forget the suspension. And if you can get a wider tire on the car, that's all, all the better. So, like I said, there's lots of options out there for six speed transmissions and 
you know, turbocharged motors. They can get them 800 horsepower with a warranty. I mean, that's unheard of, yeah. you know. Like, man, crazy, I wish man? when I was 16, if I could have done that, are you kidding me? Uh, I'd probably be in jail still, you know. My, yeah, Mike, but, um, Mike, you wouldn't have a license. Kevin wouldn't have a license. I wouldn't have right. a license. We all wouldn't be driving. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd all be in a world of hurt and trouble. Uh, but but you're right, man. Anytime you could up the ante on an old car, bring that platform up to modern day, you know, drivability and, and you know, even better if it's on the performance side. It's just so cool pulling up to a, you know, your car doesn't even have to be flossy and glossy. It doesn't have to be shiny. It could have some old paint, old patina, you know, even some rust in it. But, man, if it handles and drives with modern creature comforts and ability, dude, it's just so, so cool. So much better than anything new. Oh, and, it, and it's, uh, you, you know, it's a, um, it's easier for the owner too. I mean, it's, it's hard to get a bunch of guys. I'm telling I mean, you know, the old days, nobody had air conditioning. You know, I, I rode uh, to an event with a guy. He's got a 40 Ford coupe, nice car. And by the time we got there, it was so hot in that thing, the heat coming off the floor, no air conditioning. It rode like crap because it had a straight axle on it. And I'm like, man, I'm like wore out and I'm not even driving the thing, you know. <laughs> I mean, I'm just spoiled. I don't, if I'm going a long distance, I don't want to feel every bump in the road. And, you know, after a while, it's cool listening to that engine sound. But after three hours, man, I'm ready for some Zeppelin. You know, I don't want to hear the exhaust <laughs> anymore. So. <laughs> Well, Mike, you made you made a great point a minute ago, um, and, and Willie and I talk about it all the time. You know, it's all great to make power, and it's it's really tough to constrain yourself and and not put the cart before the horse. But if you're going to go drop in a big powertrain, you better make sure the brakes are there, right? So uh, as much as you want to go right for the horsepower, which which I'm all a fan of, we know we got to stop. So let's stop for a second and get the stop you know, installed. And you guys have uh, a ton of lineups there. Uh, Willwoods, uh, upgrades, uh, you name it, to make sure that you got the, the right capabilities to then drop that big power. Yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah. Then there's, then there's no, then there's no too much. Right, right. <laughs> right if you got good brakes, then there's no too and much. Then too much is just enough. enough. Amen. So, yeah. Uh -huh. If you're in first, you're last. All right. So, Mike, how do people find out more info, details, see the product line, check out the SKUs, where to get all the details and stuff, my man? Heights, Heights.com. It's the easiest thing in the world. H-E-I-D-T-S.com. Um, you can call and talk to any of our sales tech guys. Uh, we'll send you a free catalog. The catalog's online. And we cover everything from 20s all the way up into 90s cars. So we got a little bit for everybody. There you go, man. And we yeah. also have Alston race cars. So if you're into drag racing, we get, we have some of that stuff too. So you know, awesome. that's where I come in. Well, I got I to tell you, man, you know how sometimes you run into people who uh, change your life for the better? Normally those people are called bartenders. Uh, for me, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was Mike. Uh, I ran into Mike, found him. Uh, we got connected on that SEMA car. He's been a great buddy ever since. And I'm, I'm guys, glad. And I got to tell you one thing before I before I go. When, when that car was at, uh, unbeknownst to you, when that car was at SEMA, Gene Winfield was there real early in the morning before all the crowd got there. And he was staring at that car. And he was absolutely amazed at the craftsmanship and the metalwork that was done on that car. And that guy, I mean, he's the man. 
I mean, it's, it's pretty hard to impress Gene Winfield. And he just kept looking at it and he said, my God, this is beautiful. I said, I wish I could take the credit for it. But uh, he, so that's, that's, <laughs> oh, yeah. you should have, Mike. You, Willie wasn't even there, <laughs> no, you know. I, I, well, I was making it sound like I did it. Oh, yeah, thanks, Gene. I, you know. But yeah, I mean, he was uh, absolutely, and, and he went from one end of that car to the other, looking at it, touching it. And he was just like, my God, this is just unbelievable. And I said, well, there's no hey, filler that's on some this big car. props right so, there. But yeah, uh, big props. I can't really. wait till you uh, take a ride in it, Mike. And I can't yeah, I'm looking forward happen. to that too. I, I, I want to <laughs> hear that Hemi with the, with the pedal on the, on the floor. That's, that's gotta be a fun deal. Oh, so, it's, it's I know awesome, we got to get some sway bars for that thing. So we can get it to handle a little bit even, even better. So yeah, my man, we're working on that. That's all good info. And look, heights.com, you guys, H-E-I-D-T-S, heights.com. Check them out. See uh, see what they're building. Probably something to help your, your ride out today, this weekend. Pull it in, pull it out, and it's a totally changed car. Uh, that's what those guys offer, man. Bolt on, full-on crazy suspensions. Get your car handling like it should uh, and like it could. So, my man, thanks so much for your time. Awesome having you on. Love catching up. Oh, thank you for letting me be on this show. It's awesome. Kevin, it's always great to see and talk to you. Willie, my brother, you know that. I can't wait to see you soon. And uh, keep doing what you're doing because people people love it. Uh, and it's good for that, me. <laughs> the more you're out there, the more we sell. I like to eat. So. All right, there you anyway, go. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, man. Hey, don't forget right. about our show, Air Weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. It's also available on Motor Trend Plus, which is a streaming service. Thanks to our guest, Mike Ruth, Heights.com. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B., our producer, Scoop, and executive producer, Mr. Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, too, twoguysgarage.com. We're on social everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at twoguysgarage. This Two Guys Garage podcast, it's copyrighted 2023, Brenton Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. You know what's next, bro, is is a Heights independent front suspension under a 70 Dodge Charger 500 sitting right over there in the corner. That's the next one. Right over there. You know, we're actually, we're looking for an A-body car right now, like a, like a duster or a demon. Okay. If you know of a nice one that runs it. I mean, we're actually looking to to prototype a front end and a rear for that car. Oh man, I missed you know the Cuda, I missed the Cuda window. All right, I sent you one, but yeah, man. Uh, I I'll keep uh, I'll keep an eye out and you get uh, get some info for you for a prototype. Uh, that would be awesome to have those too. I mean, we um, would do it here if you can get the car here. We would do all the work. When you get it back, it's done. No, really. Oh, yeah. would a '67 Barracuda work? Because I got one of those. Um, I think we're looking more for the later, like 68 to 72s, the, the duster. I, I don't know if the 67 car, if the front end's the same as the duster and the demons. They made a ton of them, yeah. and that's what we're kind of going after is that. Right. Well, but, good luck with it, man. I wish you all the best because you guys are making the best. So, Well, awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you. I hope our paths cross here soon, and <laughs> yeah. uh, it's always a good time. And you got a nice, nice setup there. That's a cool-looking 57 from where I can see. Yeah, that one of yours. Yep, yep. All these oh. in the background of mine. So, all right, you guys, time to get out of here, man. We appreciate you as always, right. Mike. You're the best, buddy. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you soon. How do I shut this off? Just, just <laughs> close this down and we're done. Yes, sir. Good to go. All right, all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for the help. Hope you enjoy it. We'll catch you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.